Welcome to the Sick and Tired of Management episode. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm Kim. And they're all sick and tired. And we are the Three Old Reds fans coming to you from Studio 82, just down the street from our good friends at Beans in the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds legend Bumpus Jones. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app or website and leave us a five-star review. That will help other Reds fans find us. And we might not be as the most entertaining show out there, but listening to us sure beats watching the Reds on most days. Are we on TripAdvisor? I don't know. <laughs> TripAdvisor, uh, pod advi- podcast advisor. I don't know. I don't know if we're on any of that stuff. So Anyway, it has been a good long while since we got together. It's been too long, but we've had graduations and family stuff and vacations and this and that and the other and covering Dragons games and going to Dragons games and not going to Reds games, but, you know, other things like that. So life has been uh, busy, but um, the Reds were bad last time we met. How are they now, Jeff? Well, they're not as bad as they were then, but they're still bad. Record-wise. Record-wise, yeah. They've uh, had some good stretches and everything, but it's still really the same old, same old in so many ways. And and um, so some news came out today about the outfield that Riggleman said that uh, he, he's going to play the old guard there, so to speak. He's going to play Shebler, Hamilton, and Duvall and see if they can work out their hitting problems. And um, he's relegated Winker to the fourth outfielder. Um, which Is that I Riggleman know, that says that or Dusty Baker? Well, Dusty's Dusty always Dusty's stuck not, by his Dusty's players. not in the picture as far as we know. <laughs> and uh and is that a management where's that come? Is that just him? Is he talking he's I got a feeling he's talking with guys up above him, um, unless he just doesn't want to keep his job and so he's gonna do something like this. So my first thought is the reason he did it is to make these guys more tradable by playing them more. It's possible. Can't and, put him on the bench and then trade him. And uh no, you can't. And I don't know that you can get much for him in the first place. Yeah. However, there is that thought. <clears throat> There's also, I've wondered too, when when the four-man rotation is, does that allow anybody to get on a roll? Does that hurt all of them by doing that? And that's very possible. Winker is the popular guy out there. Everybody wants to see Jesse Winker play. He's the only one that hasn't proven that he's not a good player yet. <laughs> Everyone that is a, that yeah. is a fine way to put it. What do you but, think? That is so true. It's so <laughs> now, true. Now, Wicker may be as well not a great player, but we just don't know yet. <laughs> that is so well put. <laughs> it hurt. As three old Reds fans, the truth hurts. Right? The truth hurts. It does. I mean, the outfield is the problem on this three old offensive Reds team. Fans. Yeah, the outfield and the starting rotation has been the really the the big that and some infield defensive issues, but. The list is long. And I don't even like our bat boy. <laughs> the list is long and undistinguished. <laughs> uh, well, well, that about wraps it up. Yeah, but, yeah, this is why we haven't done this for like three or four weeks. <laughs> All right, so I, I think it's time for my quiz. No, I want to. No, <laughs> now, wait a minute. Before we get to that, that Never. news broke today on Twitter. Kim starts texting. What is this? I am. He goes on a texting rant. rant. You're right. So, Kim, tell us how you really feel. Well, okay, let let me look at some things real quick. Duvall with his grand slam today. He's one for three. 
He's upped his average to 183. And the other two times? Well, you strike out. Strike Bob. three. Yeah, well, you know. Billy. Aaron Judge strikes out a lot, over too. Three. But, he, but he hits for a lot better average. Billy, over three with two strikeouts. Billy had a, His average is down yeah. to 209. His five-game hitting streak is on the line Now, today. if we played in the Grand Canyon <laughs> or Yosemite Park or Yellowstone Park, I, I would say go with Billy. <laughs> you know, he's got a lot of room to cover. I don't think anybody plays in those parks. But here's some... You know, here's some things I tweeted, y'all, okay? I know. You became one of those guys on Twitter no, today. No, he, no, he, no, he, no, he shared tweets with us through a through text. Since Winker, since Winker was called up to stay on August 117, here are the lines. Winker, slash lines, 273, 61, and 418. Shebler, 241, 316, 451. Duvall, 199, 271, 288. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, here's someone else. 37 players had 30 homers last year. <clears throat> 37th place in OBP last year was .363. Jesse Winker's OBP in the major so far, .363. So, yeah, that OBP is exactly as hard to find as those homers the other guys hit. And uh, another one, Jesse Winker has a .356 OBP. The Reds continue their reign as a horribly run organization. <laughs> and so I, I sent the one with um, uh, Arthur Carlson and the famous oh, WKRP yeah, Turkey yeah. episode. Yeah, the Reds are managed saying, about as well as WKRP I have video was. evidence that vindicates Jockety, Williams, and Crawl. Here's a video of the Reds' current brain trust, and it showed Arthur Carlson and... Um, Herb Tarlick. Herb Tarlick. So with just, uh, as God is my witness, I ca- I thought turkeys <laughs> could fly. fly. <laughs> and before I thought we Duval went, could hit. As God is my witness, I thought Duval could hit. Before we went on the air, we're sitting here talking about this, and I just said, I just don't see that we have a game plan. And by we, I mean upper management, senior leadership. Go back and find the, go look at the news presses and the releases two plus three years ago. 2017 was the year we were going to field a competitive team again. Here, uh, 2018. Here we are in 2018. Worst record in the National League. Well, not anymore, but... Oh, yeah, they are. Not not the worst record National in the majors, no, but in, in the, the National In the majors, you're, you've you're got correct. about two or three other teams right there with yeah. them. And like yeah. we said, Kim, we just don't see where they're going from here. No, it, it's just the absence of a plan. It and seems it's just, haphazard, yes. It's like, and what, what do we do? We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing, and <clears throat> we're not there, but you, you read all these great pitchers, and they come up with the Reds, and Romano's ERA in the first inning, 9.75. Castillo has not done much this year at all. Tyler O'Malley, who hardly walked anyone in the minors, is, you know, he's rounding into form. He's starting to adopt. Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey, who's the same guy who years ago got in a cab, and there was a radio show on, and he chastised the cab driver for why do you listen to that junkie station okay real humble guy he didn't say it like that. makes the comment you're, you're right he makes the comment it takes me a lo- alleged comment it takes me a long time to loosen up from the bullpen yeah what do we need four innings and you got your you got your five earned runs and three walks no, out of the no, way i know i, I just it's don't not like get, you're a rookie i yeah. just don't get the entitlement mentality and homer is a veteran Oh, yeah, he's clearly unhappy about this, and I wouldn't be happy if it was me either. And you know what? Then pitch but better. Pitch better. And, and exactly. that's exactly right, and that's what everyone said. You, you, you want to get out of there? 
Exactly How about right. this? You, can you really say you don't deserve it? No, you can't. And and the only thing you can hope for is that this gets him serious about changing some stuff. But he, he doesn't seem very willing to kind of reinvent himself a little bit, as pitchers have to do as they have, progress throughout their career. But he's he looks like the he's trying to do the same stuff he did when he was twenty three years old. I have always hated guaranteed contracts because Homer Bailey really has no incentive to perform. He's going to get paid whether he has a bad day in the office or a great day in the office. Unfortunately, that's not going anywhere. And we don't have – there's not too many ballplayers anymore who would play basically for free and who would love to be out there and do whatever. No, there are not, and there never will be again. Um, Well, there never will be, but – Man, just it's just not gonna happen. So anyway, so we've we, we did that rant, which was good. Um, I will say I will add this to the outfield situation. I think I think as Tom alluded to, we, you know, Weaker hasn't proven he's not a good player yet, like the other guys sort of have, um, in, in varying ways. And I think, as I've said for years, we kept hearing a lot about Jess Winker, and it took him a long time to get here. Yes, it did. And if he was that great a prospect, why did it take him so long to get here? Probably because, as he's proven, he's not a very good defensive player. He's he's probably below average out there. And what what does that mean? And you, see, you said probably below average. Yeah, well, he just seems that. I mean, I can't. I'm not like I don't have like stats to nail that down. But when you watch him play, you just see him take bad angles. You just see. And fumble around a ball. His arm isn't. You can tell his arm isn't that great. I think what you're so, saying is Duvall's proven he's a good. Yeah, outfielder. they're playing the three. Hamilton's best. proven today. They're the today best they're throwing to play best defensive outfielders. I agree with that. And, and and there's merit to that. We lose sight of that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, and that matters. And I I just think I I'm all for Winker getting a shot, an extended shot. He's not hit left-handers well. Of course, you can't hit left-handers well if. They never let you try either. That's what the did. minor leagues are for. What, exactly, and he was there a long time, and he was the he was the prize prospect because the Reds farm system was awful. It's gotten better. There's a lot of good prospects down there. I don't think there's an elite prospect down there. There's no Vlad Guerrero Jr. There's no Ronald Acuna Jr. that came up this year for the Braves. There's you know when's, when when we had a guy come up at 21 or 22 and be lights out. Now maybe since Johnny, that, Johnny, well, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying recently it just hasn't happened. Right. Maybe maybe since Zell becomes a guy like that, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. That we have to wait and see. But I just wonder if we've got a lot. All these prospects are coming. They're all going to be some of them are you know a Tram, a Taylor Trammell, a, a Siri, a Stevenson, a, a Long, yeah. a Sinzel. Are they going to be maybe just kind of good players? Are there any all stars down there? I don't know, and I'm not sure that there are. We won't know until they get a shot. You can't future on that. And so, you, you, yeah, I think you, when you get in this situation, you bet your future on a bunch of prospects. That's right. And that's what they've done. They've bet them on a bunch of young guys, and you know they're not all going to come through. And you got to be willing to cut bait a little sooner, I think. And they haven't been very willing to cut bait and, and go to, and move on to the next guy. They've let guys go that possibly could have helped them um, and so forth, but... That's sort of the way it is. So, my point is, I think the outfield situation, as I texted the other day, just I think we need to just blow up this outfield and, and start all over. And it's a very difficult thing. It's to very do when diff- no one wants but, but it's really hard to do. Yeah, it's 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 like an emotional response 
to like a much more complex problem because what are you going to do? Just pull up four guys from AAA and play them in the right. outfield, right. you know, and trade Winker for a pitching prospect and hope for the best. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to, you know, he's a DH is what he is, um, and and so, but he's not a power hitter either. So he'll never be a great hitter. He could be a pretty good hitter, but I don't. How think do you the, know he won't be a great hitter? How do you know? That? I, I don't think he can be. A, I don't. You're not going to be a great producing hitter in today's game if you don't hit him for right some now, power. Now. I don't mean just a bunch of home runs. I mean, I mean extra base hits. The guy doesn't get extra base hits. I, I just out of the four out of the four outfielders right there, he has the, he has the most promise. If well, you would. well, I wouldn't say I, I I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is I think I don't think he'll ever be as good as maybe he was projected to be at one time, or we that, hope he will that, be. That's that may, that's my that point. may be true. I'm that's just my saying point with is the that, four that we have, why aren't you playing him? Did you see that? I, I didn't text y'all this one. They had the plate appearances all up. Yeah. Okay. Winker has three hundred. I think Shebs is next with a thousand. Then Duvall about sixteen hundred, and then Billy like two, two thousand. Why aren't you playing the young guys who have possibly a future? I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, he can't get better, and you know, and he can't get better any better in the outfield sitting in the dugout. You know. He had a class response. They did have a response of his on there about up here wants to learn, wants to get better, and everything. Now, who knows what he did behind closed doors? Maybe he slammed a few. He had the right response. Yeah. All right. Give us this quiz. Get us off this. All right. This is stop the, the bad mojo here. This is the first. And did you create this quiz? This is a Tom Sizer quiz. Oh, this ought to be good. What's we'll a double check? Do okay. I need? Do I need to fact check? Fact. Listen, you guys know. <laughs> hey, that was only one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, okay, E Sizer. Okay, you guys know I'm not even an EDP. You know that I'm, you know that I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Oh, so am I. Except when it so comes to the Reds. We're gonna do. We're gonna start this off with some good news and bad news questions. Oh, okay. Some of these will be easy, I think, for you guys to get. Maybe some not so easy. All right, so here we go. You ready for this? How many questions? I don't know. <laughs> Fifty, sixty. I think there's like 10 questions. Is this on BuzzFeed? I did. I made these okay. myself. You made these up? I made these up. Oh. He created All right. Homemade. Good news. A good news question here. Who leads the National League in hitting? Scooter Jeanette. Scooter Jeanette. Three, 345. I mean, going into today it? anyway. Yeah. Going into today. All right. Bad news. This is an easy one, too. What current player is literally not hitting their weight? We'll let you have this one. Well, I don't know how much Billy weighs, but he's around 203. Oh, he doesn't weigh 200 And, and Duvall, <laughs> Duvall's hitting 183, so I'm going to go with Duvall. Yeah, going into today, Duvall was hitting 185. He weighs 214 pounds. Yeah, so there you go. Billy weighs 200 pounds. All right, back to good news because, you know, Not class half full. Not even with three bats on the shoulder and the batting <laughs> de- on deck. Class half full here. Who leads the National League in RBIs? Suarez. With, Eugenio with, Suarez. With 16 games missed. Because That's of right. Injury. 42 RBIs. See, there is good news on this podcast today. Uh, but bad news. Uh, here you go again. What Reds player leads the team in errors? Uh, Peraza. Scooter and Peraza are tied hey, we're both with right. seven errors. <laughs> All it's right, good, way to go. I'm glad, they both, got, I'm glad they both have seven. Remember three to four years ago, 
as bad as we were, we had a great defensive team. You yeah, know? you're right. Um, all right, call it Brandon. More more good news here because that's what we're all about. Uh, where do the Reds rank in team batting average? Just approximately in the National League. National League. What would your guess be approximately? Is this a good news question? They had some. They've had a. This good, is a good news question. They've had some good weeks. In I don't know. There. Maybe fifth. So they're not as low. Yeah, I'm going to say fifth through eighth. I'm going to say fifth. I'm going to be. I'm going to nail. I'm going to drill down. All right, to I'm going to say seventh. That's, that's impressive. They're ninth, which is you know out of fifteen, not terrible. They're hitting two forty-five. Boy, that's what we've come to. Ninth isn't terrible. That's <laughs> no, good news. Atlanta is leading the league. You're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel for good news. <laughs> at, two, at 266, Atlanta's leading the league. All right, bad news. Where do the Reds rank in the National League in pitching ERA? Uh, probably last. last. 15th, 5.02, and they're a full point lower than that's the league, good, in the league right? average. And that's with a pretty good bullpen, especially as of late. And Washington leads the National League with 3.27. Yeah, know? well, they got Scherzer and yeah. those guys. Okay, here's something that you, maybe, got, you may not get. I may pull the wood got, over your eyes. We got high school players. We're not, we're not good or bad news anymore here. We're just news. Questions. So what red starting pitcher leads the team in strikeouts? Fewest walks. Molly. ERA. And whip. Tyler Molly. What do you think? Strikeouts? Strikeouts, earn run, least earned runs. Is this the same person for all of them? It is. I would go with Molly. Fewest walks, ERA, and whip. So clearly, Tyler Molly, you know, I don't think I realized it until I looked at the stats, how much better he has been than the other starters. Okay, what reliever leads the team in the lowest ERA and the fewest walks? Lowest DRA of a reliever. Uh, Dylan okay. Floro. No, I think he went up a little bit Minimum. lately. Went up He's a little missed. bit lately. It may be Amir Garrett. Oh, Floro doesn't have enough innings to count because his DRA was like zero like a week ago. Jared Hughes. Jared Hughes. Hughes. That's my next okay. guess. And Amir Garrett is close behind. All right. Okay, two more. We are right with two more? Yeah. yeah. Two more. It okay, is. two more. This is actually like good content as well. <laughs> what Reds pitcher has appeared in the most games? We know it's not Iglesias. We <laughs> Peralta. What do you think? I agree. That's correct. It's 29 out of our 55 games, yeah, that's which up. is that way was, too many, by the way. It was a little set up. Yeah, I mean, he never throws that many. And Jared Hughes is uh, 26. Second. Yeah. I'm a, it was either gonna, if, if it wasn't Peralta, it was Hughes. I figured. All right, last one. Wins above replacement, one of uh, Kim's favorite uh, measurements. Um, what Reds players have the highest war this year? I think this is an easy one for the top two. It's going to be Suarez. And it's going to be Suarez because Jeanette's defense is going to hurt. Scooter and Scooter and and uh, hey, Eugenio. Hey, Eugenio. Uh, Scooter's at two point two. Eugenio is one point eight. Well, Joey's, probably because of the games he missed. Joey's at one point five. Last year he was seven point five. Well, for the whole year, and the year before that he was four point oh. But that's for the whole year, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so well, he's got a long time. way to go to get to seven point five. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah. It tells you the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So question. probably the best quiz you've ever had. It's just, probably it was good. And I, it's probably one of the better ones I've ever uh, performed as well. I think you guys... We did, we did pretty we well. We got pretty much all I think between right. us we got them all right, I didn't we? we did, yeah. 
We're pretty close. So we we talked about Homer bullpen makes sense. I mean, I think they they looked at him and said, "You get a year's worth of starts." And that's what he's had. He's had a season worth of starts. And to figure things out after missing so much time. And his ERA last year was over six. And his ERA this year is over six. Uh, You can look at all the kinds of stats you want to talk about pitchers. But a six ERA, and nobody say that that's deceiving. I didn't see it the other night. But Tom had noted on a home run pitch that the ball was flat. He's just whatever it is, he doesn't have it. And it's a bit frustrating because last year, right before the All-Star break, at Colorado, at Arizona, he had his only two good back-to-back starts. This year, the beginning of the year, he had about three or four good to decent starts in a row. But since then, the wheels have fallen off, and he's just mm-hmm. tanked. Yeah. Chris Welsh always talks about, oh, look, he left it over the middle of the plate. Well, Watch Verlander pitch. He never pitches. He, le- he he does sometimes leave it over the middle of the plate, but guess what? He's got such good stuff. Yeah, it's moving. They what still pop it Bench, up. Or... What did our man Bench say about Homer the other day? He said he needs. He says you can see the ball coming too soon. That's right. He he does, it's not deceptive. It's not deceptive enough. Mm-hmm. You see the ball coming. Um, like I saw a guy pitch last night um, for West Michigan. He's a, ti- a Tigers guy, single A. They were playing at Dayton. Um, Elvin Rodriguez. This guy was a Pioneer League pitcher of the year last year. He's 6'3", about 180, and he's got a good numbers this year, and he only gave up uh, a solo homer last night in six or seven innings. And he topped out low 90s, threw a lot. Most of his pitches were in the 80s, mm-hmm. and he struck out 12 guys. Wow. And, and one guy in the press box remarked, you know, you can't see the ball coming. You look, look at his delivery, and he was right. You know, I hadn't paid that much attention to it, but – you know he hit the, he hit it. You didn't see it coming. So the the it seems like a so that helps when they when you're when you're not throwing a hundred miles an hour. If you don't see the ball coming as soon, that 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 sort of speeds the pitch up a little bit. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it. Sid Fernandez of the Mets. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. How weird was that motion? He had such deception, and not only mm-hmm. not seeing the ball, but his release point. His release point on that pitch was phenomenal. Yeah. You never knew when it was coming. So Homer threw two no-hitters. So there was a time where the release oh, point yeah. didn't matter. No. His stuff was just so much better. Right. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have the same stuff. And that, and that's not hard to believe. When you miss that much time and you get to be 34 years old. And two surgeries or whatever. Yeah, it's not that hard to believe. So, um, well, at least the bullpen is good. Everybody's healthy now. Iglesias came off the DL today. Lorenzen's back, and he's thrown well since he came back. Uh, I don't think he's had a bad outing. Uh, Garrett's been really good. Peralta has had mm-hmm. some walk issues. Is but back? Uh, he's about to come back, and he had been pitching well. The Floro, they brought him up. He was good. There's been a couple guys they've tried that haven't worked out, but the hammers that they wanted to have beginning of the year are back. Thing is, you know, when you're going to trade, what do you got to trade? You have no choice. You got to trade strength. Because that's what people were going to come for. Scooter, uh, Scooter's strength, um, and that bullpen is strength. And, and Iglesias has been thrown around a lot as a closer. There's, you know, there's the thought that you can find a closer. Yeah, you can make a guy. And a closer. the Reds have. Then you have, and you do, and you figure one out, and you make one, make a guy a closer. Uh, there's probably a couple guys in minor leagues that project that well. And the guy at Dayton right now projects as as a good closer. He's got like leads that league in saves. Uh, but he's a ways away. But there's got to be somebody else closer uh, that could possibly do that. Maybe even 
a Hughes could take that over. Maybe Amir Garrett could become a closer. I don't know. Talk about him, you know, I've been going on and on about he should start, he should start, but he's been really good in the bullpen. Part of me is like, well, if you trade something to get other stuff, then you've lost what you traded. So mm-hmm. you've got to be very strategic about it, and you've got to feel like you've got what. So, so it gets back to that: what's the plan? And is there a? Because it, it seems haphazard. I'm sure there is a plan. I'm sure they've got some kind of spreadsheet somewhere that tells what they're trying to do, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like they know what they're doing with it very well. They're typing it on Word Perfect. That's <laughs> what I, I, I texted y'all. At least we know one thing: there's no metrics with this ball club. <laughs> well. It doesn't feel like it, but and anyway. That's the right word, feel. We're, we're going to see if Duvall, Adam, and Shebs, we're going to see if they can work their way out of this slump. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, it's it's more than a slump at this point. Right. It is. It's you know, who you are. You know, it is. It is. It is who they are, you know, and, and Billy can hit a hard line drive and get a bad luck out, but if he didn't pop up so much. Exactly. Then or strike out so much, then uh, you know he'd hit more line drives in there. You know, about the time you give up on them, they start. Some they'll start to do something, and they'll have a couple of good weeks, and the Reds will be like, okay, okay, maybe this is going to work, maybe this is going to work. But after a period of time, you got to decide. You know, long term, this isn't going to work. We got to find some other people. So you know what the best use of Billy Hamilton would be? Late inning, you're down by a run. Defensive replacement and a pinch run, runner. Yeah, right. He scores yeah. from first on a single or whatever whatever he does. Yeah. And then you, he, he goes into center field after yeah. that. Yeah. But you're not going to pay him very much for that. So I think he's out of here. And the other part about Billy is is that his best skill is his speed. And to even consider any kind of more than a year deal for that guy is bad because as soon as his speed yeah. starts to diminish, <laughs> or if it already has, he's only got like nine stolen bases this year. There's been times he's been on base a lot that I'm like, why isn't he running? And he doesn't run. So when that speed goes, he's he's not worth much. And I feel bad because I really like to watch him play, and I think we all do. Yeah. He's fun to watch. He just, yeah. man, why she just was a better hitter. Game. And I just don't think he's a very good hitter. He's just not a good hitter, period. Um, Marty went off on that the other night. We've seen enough sample size. This guy cannot hit. He's not going to be a hitter. You know, a lot. Marty and Tom both take – a lot get a lot of criticism and some some of it rightfully so but you know how frustrating it is when you pour your heart and soul your career into this team and you're rooting for them and you just see things like this yeah. it's got to be well and, and mind blowing and i'm driving back from the dragons game last night and blandino throws away a routine ground ball and marty's like this is the worst defensive team i've seen in 12 years or whatever <laughs> i don't remember what he said but he he just was so I mean, just a routine play, and they just blow it. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. So, throwback real quick. Well, I, I got a trivia question, and I'm going to ask it because your stuff was all new. So, this is an old one. That's good. In May of 1987, what red hit three grand slams in the month of May and became the first National League player to ever hit three grand slams in the month of May? In, 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 a, in a month. Is it a guy who just had a birthday recently? I don't know. I don't know the fall birthdays. You can, we can go ahead and answer it if you know it. Who do you think? I, I don't know. Who would you I, I was going to throw out Eric Davis. Okay, that's his guess. What do you think? You go with that or you got somebody else in mind? 1987, hit three grand slams in May. First actually player to hit three grand slams in a single month. Is Eric Davis already that good in 1987? Yeah. Yeah, that was his best year, actually. He had, he had uh, 
37 homers, 100 RBIs, yeah, think, and 50 stolen bases. I think that was his best year, actually. He was like the best player in baseball that year. Mm-hmm. So it's not him since he's saying that? No, it is. Oh, it is? Okay. It is. Um, Eric Davis. Eric Davis. <laughs> so th- three guys have since tied the record. Not Reds. In the National League. No, not Reds. National yeah. Leaguers. Give me teams. Uh, <clears throat> Give me teams. Well, either Dodgers or Mets. Cespedes? For one guy. No, for older. Oh. Since. Okay. More Gary like Carter. No. Strawberry. Dodgers, Mets. Just went in the Hall of Fame. He what? Just went in the Hall of Fame recently. Or he's going in this summer. Did he go in last year? The year before. Can't think of it. Position. Catcher. I was close. Dodgers, Mets. Pudge? No. Dodgers, Mets. Oh, it's going to kill me. Oh, 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 Piazza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which I typed pizza on my screen here. (laughs) (laughs) I left the first day out. Second one was, these other two will be harder to guess. Second second one was Devon White. And I don't know who he played for in the National League at that time because he played for the Angels for a long time. And the other is a power hitter who bounced around, played for Mets, played for Astros. Um, Is he still playing or he just quit playing in the last year or two? Really? I can't think for sure. Carlos Beltran is the other one. Uh, so pretty, kind of interesting. Play for the Yankees? Yeah. Play for the Cardinals? Play for a lot of people. Three yeah. Grand Slams in one month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Scooter might do that. Yeah. I can see Scooter doing that someday. Yeah, me too. So you guys <laughs> you guys think Scooter is the real deal for the rest of his career here? I don't know. I mean, who knows what they're going to do. Can the guy play left field? <laughs> can't play second. <laughs> I mean... Can he play center field? I don't know. If he if he can make him an outfielder and he can still hit, you know, everybody's like, oh, his numbers project. He's not going to continue to do what he's doing. Well, yeah, he's not going to keep hitting 340 this year. I was reading something earlier about it because he's on the trade rumor stuff. It's like, well, he's not going to keep hitting 340. Oh, he doesn't have to keep hitting 340. Man, goodness. Nobody, you know, how many guys ever hit 340 in a season? That's, All right, so what? That's pretty real rare. Quickly. But if he hits around, if he's a 300, if oh, he's a 300 basic 300 hitter, hitter that's quickly, fine. Real quickly, separate, separate. Same question. You're the decision maker. Do you trade Scooter or not? I I certainly look into it. If I don't think, but I, but I don't think you can get much. Uh, so I sign him and put him in the out and try to make him an outfielder. I mean, Tom, what else let can let you do? You Tom? don't you don't think you can get something for him? He's he's the best hitting well, second baseman in the National League. Right Here's what you do: you don't pull a jockety, you don't do it now. You wait till the trade deadline when there's a team I, out there. Absolutely, you someone the opposite of what he did for Chapman. You absolutely have to trade him. Well, well I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I the just, qualification I'm, I'm afraid, is going to get something really I'm good. I'm afraid. Uh, yes. Yeah, and, and, and Scooter's young. And so there's part of this. I've criticized the Reds for being afraid to trade guys because. They're afraid that what they get won't work out. And then here I am saying, I don't know if I want to trade him. I think he's good for the team. I think he's a, probably a good clubhouse yes, guy. Yes, I agree. I, I think he, the fans like him. And I think that's, I think that has some merit. I don't think it's... Although, look at Todd Frazier. You can't... Yeah, you can't, you can't rule. You can't go by that 100%, but um, it has a little bit of merit. Um, probably the smart thing to do is trade him. If you, you know... Unless you just don't get a decent offer. Got to get, like Tom said, got to get value. Here's the thing, though. The, the trouble is, Kim, when you get towards the end of the season, the only people 
that are getting really good pitchers at the end of the, end of the season are the top teams that are right. contending for right. Look and at we're Houston never last year. With Look them. at Houston last year. Houston, the Nationals, the Yankees. They're the ones that are going to add the, the stud pitcher. The Reds aren't going to get... Which is why they're in this development of pitchers mode, because they know they can't get that. They're not going to get that for Scooter. No. You know. No. So, the most talked about guys to trade are Scooter and Glacius. I mean, yeah. we, we would... Anybody would trade any of those outfielders, I think, if they thought they could get a decent something for them. But that is so unlikely. Those guys will be DFA'd before they ever get traded, any one of them probably. So that's kind of where it is. Amir Garrett might get somebody's interest. Young, big arm. But see, I don't uh, want us to I give up on but, Amir Garrett. But I don't because, want us to give up on him, no. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's very, not even possible. It's, at this point, it's probable that that hip injury he had last year is what really slowed him down. No doubt, yeah. I, I'd love to see him in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in time, it might happen. It might happen. So, okay, we haven't even talked about Matt Harvey, but, yeah, it's just another guy we're trying out, see what happens. But it's hard to have much of an opinion. It's like, eh, eh, yeah, eh, <laughs> eh. Kind of how we feel about it. I don't think that's the way most Reds feel, fans feel about it. All right, my throwback player, he was a Red from 85 to 92. Okay, he be, and there's a reason I chose this one because it sort of fits with another player. We can have that discussion. He became a full-time player in '88, so he had five full seasons with the Reds. First two seasons, he had like half a dozen at bats. He overall he played 17 years in the majors. Wow. He had 96 of his 281 career home runs as a Red. He was a one-time All-Star with the Red. He, the Reds traded him, and he made four All-Star appearances there. Who who am I? You have to give me a position. Well, he's an outfielder. He's from. He, he hails from Columbus, Ohio. And help me. Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. And I say that because one thing, one reason the Reds traded him he, he, was he couldn't hit left-handers. <laughs> yeah, but and, he hit for power. And he always hit. Yeah, and he hit for power. And he hit for more power. And he hit better when he became a Yankee. He became a better player. And so that's there's this winker thing. He can't hit left-handers. He's not hitting left-handers. I you know that's why he's got to get a shot because you got to see if he can. You got to give him some time to do it. Now O'Neill didn't do it for like five years very well. He still was a much better hitter against right-handed hitter, pitchers than he was didn't ever he play left-handers. Every day too with the Yankees. Well, he he pretty much played every day with the Reds. I mean, he played 140, 150 some games with, when he was with the Reds those five years. He was always. I mean, he played 162 games, but he was an he was an everyday player. He sat out. He probably sat out against the really tough left. But remember in the playoffs, they alternated him and Glenn Braggs. Braggs is the one that made that catch and right, right against right. the wall in and 90, almost knocked it down in '90. Yeah, and so they did at times, but that was part of the reason they traded him. So they traded him for Roberto Kelly. This is this this is like one of the worst Reds trades ever. I think they traded for Roberto <laughs> After Frank Robinson. Well, yeah, I, I didn't say it was the worst. I said one of. <laughs> They, they traded for Roberto Kelly, who was who hit three thirteen with the Reds, yeah. but he only played in 125 games over two seasons. And then they traded Roberto Kelly for Deion Sanders, who played 226 games over four seasons for the Reds, batted two sixty and stole 94 bases. So, you know, what O'Neill did, now would he have been as great a player with the Reds? I mean, you would think 
he would have been. Why wouldn't he have been? Why wouldn't he have been? He was getting better. Well, you know, unless somebody over there unlocked a secret right, in his right. swing that nobody else ever would have. Anyway, so that's that's our kind of throwback guy, and it's an interesting thought about eh, what do we do with a guy like Winker? My wife used to I mean, like you know, Neil was a, Yeah, Neil was a good outfielder too. Great arm. Yeah, I got a. We got to actually have a home run ball signed by Paul O'Neill because that we got the vet one. Oh, you year. told me about that. Yeah, it was really cool. Really cool. What do you do with a guy like Winker? You don't sit him. You play him. You play him. Well, if you get a choice, well, we don't need to go there again. We're, we're not in the playoff hunt. You're not losing anything. What do you? I mean, what are you losing if you swap him and Duvall? I mean, I know. really? I know. I know. Nothing. Uh, I mean, I mean, Duvall's gonna hit more home runs, what are you but losing he's gonna like home runs. But but he's not gonna be as productive a, a bat. But it's not like it we're three games like. back. No, it's not. All right, guys, summer is upon us, and uh, these guys are still hanging around. The best they ever seem to get is about 15 games under, and then they lose a couple, and then they win a couple, <laughs> and then they get to 14 games under, and then they lose another two. I guess that's kind of what we're in for this year. I think right now, since that horrible start, since being like since they got the first got to like 15 or 16 or 17 under, they've kind of been the team we thought they would be. You know, they've won as many as they've lost. They've been kind of a 500 team. But that, that, that we still see big flaws. The outfield doesn't produce. The infield makes errors. The starting rotation is still young. And that's kind of well, a nutshell on this team, I guess. I'm going to come back to the glass half full. So what we all have to look forward to, though, is there's Hawaiian shirt day coming up <laughs> in two weeks. I mean, June 17th? Red's Hawaiian shirt day. Are you going to break out your Tom Selleck look? Your Magnum P.I.? Maybe. You need to start calling me Thomas. <laughs> oh, I do? That's your son. Your son goes by mustache. that. <laughs> you have a Detroit hat. Are you, do you, can you run from Doberman's? <laughs> I would run from Doberman's. and Zeus. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up. And um, if you don't, have a chance to get to too many Reds games. You should go June 9th and get Scooter Jeanette's bobblehead riding a scooter. Uh, I'm tempted, but I don't think I will. <laughs> They'll probably won't use give them all out, and you'll probably be able to buy them at a game some other day, just like the Johnny Bench bobblehead that I bought recently, uh, beginning of this uh, season. You bought one too, didn't you, Tom? I did. So I had, <laughs> yeah, we each bought a Johnny Bench bobblehead. Because they couldn't give them all away because the crowds were so bad. So, anyway. Well, in continuing to keep with our low expectations for this team, <laughs> the next time you hear for us, ho- hopefully the Reds will have another hitter worthy of respect. Right now we have two. Well, I guess three. You always got to respect Joey, even you if do. he's not hitting. You do. And is, is only six homers and 24 RBIs, it seems like it's been that way for weeks, he's now up to the low 290s in hitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those you know, Punch singles to the right side. Yeah, it's kind of or, or the last time it was the left side. So <laughs> it is kind of frustrating. But yeah, I you know. have to respect Joey. You're you have to right. respect Joey. A starting rotation that starts to look like it's more than at least a half a step above AAA, maybe. <laughs> and a bullpen that remains healthy that would make us all very very happy, maybe. Well, I'm trying to be glass half full. I like it. I like I'm trying it. to be glass half full, but you know that might be about as good as it gets this year. So. Until the next time, go Reds. Go Reds. Go Reds.